You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The Hockey One competition, Dougie, which is a relatively new competition, started in 2019, fell flat in its face for two years mm. because of COVID. Back in action this year, the Adelaide Fire, who we are really proud of. They are just such a, a wonderful organisation down there at Hockey SA, doing a wonderful job. They went to Perth. One of the toughest road trips in any sport, let alone um, hockey, of course. They took on the Thundersticks. It was the men who went down 5-2, the women who went down 3-1. But the acting captain on the night for the women is Holly Evans, and she's been good enough to join us now. Holly, welcome to Sports Day. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, a tough trip. Let's start with the, the flight out. I think you had to be at the airport at half past four, Holly. That's uh, very unpleasant hours. Look, it was unpleasant. Uh, I know it can't be helped, uh, the, you know, the flight situation with COVID and everything. It's like, it's just what it has to be. Uh, but needless to say, we got to bed pretty early uh, prior to that flight. I mean, what time is that in, in Perth? 4.15 in Perth, that's about, uh, yeah, 2 yeah. o'clock in the morning or wow. something like that, isn't it? So that would have been... Uh, <laughs> nasty. Real nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. There was a few coffees ingested and a, a good, like, midday nap. Must have been great to be back playing at that level after what's essentially been three years off. Yeah, the, it's it's funny because it's I was thinking about this today. It's not just the level; like the level was so enjoyable, but it was actually being in that touring environment again mm. um, that I loved, like being amongst the group, you know, giggling, laughing, um, but then like turning your attention, getting really competitive, um, and like kind of banding together as a group. Um, that was also really enjoyable. Hey, Holly, let's just talk about the two results. Firstly, uh, the men, 5-2 down. They were right in it right up until three-quarter time. I will ask you about the double goal issue shortly, uh, but just take us through the two results. The men going down 5-2, the women going down 3-1, three, three, probably not indicative of how close those matches were. No, I thought the men played incredibly well. They've um, they've got a group full of experience but, um, from a state level, but not so much a national level. Um, but they've spent a lot of time building a culture within the group and a real resolve to battle their way through games against players like Alan Zalewski, who's, you know, a 200 cap in itself. Um, and they just defended resolutely that I think there were 14 defensive penalty corners and I think mm. Perth only scored two. Uh, so, you know, Glenn Tamlin saving, I think, three or four on the line and Christian wow. um, Starkey, Who's an import from WA? He was he was incredible. So you know the boys played so well. And the girls? Uh, the girls, we we're a different kettle of fish. So the boys, um, while they don't have the national uh, caps to their name so much, they got to prepare all together. The girls, we uh, we've got a lot of experienced national players. We've got Jane Claxton, who's got 200 games. Hattie Shand, who's an up and comer. Uh, we've got a couple of imports from New Zealand and America who have also been capped. But we haven't prepared um, or had as much connection because uh, the Hockey Roo girls are in Perth. The 
imports came in probably about two weeks ago. So uh, we we knew it would be hard um, to connect so quickly. Um, we were really good in the first quarter and the fourth quarter, but we sort of lost our way in the second and the third. And I think it was just that lack of connection um, that sort of got us in the end. But um, we just see our stocks rising sort of game to game as we build more connection and uh, learn how to problem solve and use everyone's strengths and harness them. Uh, so, yeah, not the result we wanted, but I think everyone can see the positives um, and we're sort of looking forward to our next game. Oh, you spoke about connection there and obviously missing uh, playing the last two or three years. What have you done through the off-season as a group to try and fast-track that connectivity to you know build that culture, that that cohesion amongst each other. What have you really done to try and fast track to hold you in good stead this year? Well, like it's uh, it's probably twofold. So the group that has been training at home, we've um, we've had a squad of thirty, I think, for the last three months. So there's been a lot of talk and connection in that group. So training really, really hard at home, um, and then we've been lucky enough to have Bianca Greenshields come back into the program, who's an ex hockey roo, uh, has taken some time off. Um, she's come in almost as our cultural coach Um, and so she's sort of weaved in um, these ideals around what do you need from a fire to burn you need oxygen you need fuel um, and you need heat and so we've we've kind of worked together with our whole cohort uh, you know using zoom and um, little mini presentations to build this culture so I think we've got a really good understanding of what each other can bring to the team, but I think what we want to see now is how that happens in a physical sense on the pitch. We're talking to Holly Evans, a former hockey roo. We're doing it thanks to KO. Don't miss all of your team's matches on the 2020 World Cup on KO Sports. Don't risk missing it, I beg your pardon. Watch the 2020 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. You can see the Adelaide Fire on KO Sports as well. Holly, we were just talking, uh, Dougie and I, beforehand about the double goal rule that's come into Hockey 1. So essentially, if you score a goal in field play, you get a one-on-one with the goalkeeper to try and score another one. Dougie and I not convinced on it. What do you think? Uh, look, I know the traditionalists aren't sold on it, but I love it. I think the um, the hockey's become a bit stale and boring because players can drag flick, you know, 150 k's an hour into the top goal. Uh, and so every short corner is then just drag flick, drag flick, drag flick. And it's great if you've got a great drag flicker. Um, but I don't think it's very spectator friendly. Uh, I think it's a bit boring. So for me, I love it. Um, it's a massive challenge too. So like... Just say you're a player, you've just scored a goal, you've run, you know, 50-metre hard sprint, you've celebrated, the adrenaline's going, to then have to stop, calm your system down to do a 1v1. Like, I think that's a really interesting aspect. Um, And goalies then to be able to go, shit, I've just been scored against. I need to turn that off and focus on what's happening now. Like, I think it's just, I think it's super enjoyable and fun. Suddenly, yeah, goalkeepers become worth their weight in gold. Let's talk about uh, this weekend. You've got uh, the Tassie Tigers, and Tasmania is actually a very proud little hockey outpost, so it'll be another big challenge for both the men and the women on Friday night. Yeah, they um, they actually were the underdogs against uh, Brisbane Blaze, who I think won the competition last uh, tournament, and they uh, won in a shootout uh, in, oh, sorry, down in Tassie. So... Uh, it's given us a very, very big reality check that these guys are going to be a really strong force. Um, and we know that 
you know, losing two on the run is really going to harm us. So we've got to make sure we don't leave any stone unturned and make sure when we're there, we're ready to battle, which I think we will be. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's game on now. You're handing the uh, captaincy badge over to Sarah Harrison, I believe. I I hope so. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> you know, she's um, such a big cultural aspect of our group. Awesome, also an awesome player in herself. She uh, strong and can attack down the flanks, but I think uh, she brings something else to the group. Um, so I can't wait to have her back. Holly, we can't wait to be there on Friday night for the big game when you take on the Tassie Tigers. It's the Adelaide Fire. It's at Mate Stadium out there at Jeps Cross. If you want to see absolutely elite-level hockey, get out there on Friday night and support both our women and our men. Holly Evans, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.